you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Oh, isn't he worthy today? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the book of Psalm. We're going to read from the 118th Psalm. I do recognize the time. Thank you for allowing us the opportunity to share several new things with you this morning. I will be cognitive of the time and understand that many today are going to be stepping across into the fellowship hall and learning how to take a next step. And so I hope many of you are planning to be part of that today. I will try to be brief with my remarks this morning, but I would want to do more than just rush through a little thought, but I want the Lord to speak to our hearts this morning. How many of you want the Lord to speak to your heart today? Amen. Psalm 118, I'm going to read one verse, verse 24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, whether it is a good day or a bad day, whether things are going well or things are going rough, this is the day. Regardless how I feel physically, emotionally, spiritually, or how well I am doing financially, this is the day the Lord has made. I am choosing to rejoice in the good are in the bad. This is the day the Lord has made. By the help of the Lord this morning, I'm going to speak to you. This is our day. God bless you. You can be seated. Just off the African coast on the island of Madagascar, there is a tree known by the locals as Tahina spectabilis. It's a large name for a palm-like tree that appears to look like other palms and that grow in Asia. And the uniqueness of this tree is that it grows to enormous proportions, but that in itself is not so unique. But what makes it unique is that the proud owner of such a tree will wait for up to a 100 years for this tree to actually finally bloom. It blooms one time every 100 years. The average person could live a lifetime and never see the tree bloom. Isn't that amazing? Or maybe 
For most people, they can see the tree bloom once in a lifetime. Unfortunately, many people fail to notice the opportunity when it comes. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about recognizing the moment or the moments that are given to us and the potential of those moments. If we're not careful, we will get caught off guard when great opportunity knocks on our door. We can be so busy. We can be, I was talking to someone yesterday and they said, we are so busy. There's so much going on. There's, we, we, there, there's so much happening. That seems like where life is. We can get so busy that we can let good opportunity pass us by while we're dealing with something that is not important. I want to speak to the church for a moment today because there's so many wonderful and exciting things that are happening and this next week is a wonderful opportunity. But I want to say to you, to the church today, as we are approaching uh, plans to move into our new building in the next six or eight weeks, but we cannot afford to miss the God moments during this season. Jesus said, the fields are white unto harvest, but the labors are few. Over the next few months, we're going to be focusing on mobilizing every one of you, discovering your greatest gifts, in encouraging and engaging your passion and your potential to reach the whole area of north central Indiana. Some people become so accustomed to life as it is and dealing with unsolvable, seemingly unsolvable situations in life that it becomes a normal way of life. We can become so accustomed to being a member of CLC, which means showing up on Sunday, enjoying the good music, hearing a sermon, going home and claiming our membership, but yet never being engaged, that it becomes the normality of life. I intentionally come this morning to tell you that there is more to serving God than church membership. We must not miss the incredible God opportunities that are brought to us. And, and, and in John the fifth chapter, there's a story of a man who sat by the, by the pool of Bethesda. And I don't have the time to get deep into the story this morning, but you all have heard this story or most have heard this story because this man sat by the water's edge for like 40 years and the water was troubled one time of year of the year when when an angel came by and troubled the water and it was the first person that could get into the pool that received their healing and that person was healed and everybody else around could not receive their healing. This man sat by the pool of Bethesda for 40 years but he never received his healing because every time that opportunity came along, he missed it. 
until one day an opportunity came along and he looked at Jesus who was asking him, Sir, wilt thou be made whole? And he looks at Jesus and said, I have no man to put me in when the water is troubled. In other words, you're asking me if I want to be made whole and I would rather make an excuse than give you an answer. I would rather in my own reasoning say, while a man stands in front of me asking me if I want to be made whole, I would rather tell him that I don't have a man. I don't have anybody to help me while Jesus was offering him the help that he needed. Let me ask you a very pointed question this morning. What if today was your miracle moment? Are your plans going to override what God wants to do in your life? Is dinner that's being cooked or the plans to get together with family? What is going to get in the way? What if God has in mind to lead you in the path of somebody? Many of you, I know we've been down this road through training sessions and seminars and Wednesday night studies and different opportunities when I've asked how many of you want to reach somebody this year and I've saw most of your hands being raised and you all said, yes, I want to. What if Wednesday, July the 4th, God has planned to put you in contact with that person that He has ordained. And your opportunity is going to knock on the door Wednesday. Are you going to be available? Are you going to say yes to the Lord? What if today God wants to move on your spirit? What if today that thing you've been struggling with, God says, i got an answer for you. But we'll let anything and everything else get in our way. What if now is your miracle moment? Andy Stanley made a statement. He said, we don't need to pray for more miracles. We need to, we need to pray that we may be more sensitive to the opportunities that God brings our way. Maybe this week and next weekend, our Freedom Sunday, maybe starting today, Maybe this is the beginning. I know it sounded like a lot of information that was being shared this morning. But maybe this is the beginning of the greatest revival that the city of Frankfurt has ever experienced. Maybe. Well, what if it's not, Pastor? What if it is, Saint of God? What if this is the moment? What if this is the day the elders prayed for and we prayed and fasted for? What if this is the day? That's why I'm approaching this next week with this idea. This is our day. I'm not waiting for it to come. I'm not waiting for a new building for revival. We'll get there when we get there. This building is not going to stop revival. This is our day. You've got lost family. I wish you'd get it in, the, in your spirit. This is my day. I'm going to reach my family. I'm going to reach my neighborhood. I'm going to win a soul this year to the Lord.
How many people miss their opportunity because they are not paying attention? Because they're not sensitive to the moment. Miracles happen when preparation and opportunity meet. We have been for months, for years. I look back through some notes this past week. And I realized that for the last six or seven years, really probably maybe even into the last eight years, that this church has been praying and fasting and believing and sacrificing and giving all for what God is doing now. It's all been about revival, possessing our promise, answering the call. Reaching our city. Taking dominion over all of the powers of north central Indiana. And declaring an end time revival in this region. It's been about moving into a new building with more space and more room. We've all been, everything for the last six to eight years has been building up to this moment. I wish somebody today would get it in their spirit and understand this is the day we've been praying for, we've been waiting for, we've been looking for. This is our finest hour. I'm reminded of a story a few years ago when Dylan was in uh, Oklahoma City at a conference there and he was staying in the Sheridan Hotel and as he was walking in there was a man there and he was asking for money and Dylan didn't have any money and he very quickly thought about the story in the scripture where somebody didn't have money and of course if any any of you who know Dylan very well knows that he's not shy with his faith and so he comes by and this man asked Dylan for some money and Dylan didn't have any money and he turned to him he said I don't have any money but I know God And I know God's able to raise you up. I know God's able to heal you. Could I pray for you? And the man looked at Dylan and said, no. I just want your money. Dylan told the story afterwards, and I wrote it down so I would never forget it. He said, there's no doubt in my mind God wanted to heal that man at that moment. But he missed his moment for a miracle. The Holy Ghost can sweep in a service and sometimes we're like, eh. I'm hungry. Let's get out of here. And we miss our moment for a miracle. Oh, see, oh, see, we can't afford to miss another miracle moment. Well, what if God wouldn't have healed that man that day? But what if he would have? If he wouldn't have, he would have gone back to begging. But if he would have, he wouldn't need to beg anymore. You will miss every opportunity that you refuse to to respond to. If you refuse to respond to the opportunity, it's a missed opportunity. We must be sensitive to the moment and we must be prepared when opportunity comes. Jesus wasn't even sure that the man by the pool wanted to be healed. He asked him, would you be made whole? Obviously, the man reached a point that he stopped expecting his miracle. I've seen people in the church just go through a little tough time, a a season, a struggle. It happens a month or two or maybe even a year. And they get so frustrated and they're like, nope, pastor, I'm done. 
I'm not trying anymore. I'm not giving anymore. I'm not working anymore. I'm not believing anymore. I'm not reaching anymore. That's fine. You're going to go through the rest of your life missing every opportunity that God is laying your way. And God is saying, this is the time. This is the time. This is the time. It doesn't always happen. If it happened when I wanted it to, it would happen a whole lot quicker than it does. It seems to never come quick enough for me. I'm always three steps ahead of what I'm wishing would have happened last week. But when it gets here, we're going to celebrate it. I'm calling a CLC. Let's unify together. Let's come together recognizing this is our day. This is our hour. This is our time. I maybe have missed it in the past, but I'm not going to miss it when the next one comes. When the next door is open, when the next opportunity comes, I refuse to miss it. I'm not going to stop expecting a miracle to happen. Can I ask you a question? What do you expect to happen? Because I think I read somewhere in a book one time, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Why is this preacher coming this morning preaching that you got to have faith, you got to believe, you got to hope? Because if you don't, it will never happen. But if you've got hope, you may be disappointed many, many times. But don't ever let anything destroy your hope or destroy your faith. You hang on to your faith. If you lost your faith, it's nobody's fault but yours and the devil. Because the devil is trying to stop your faith and destroy your hope and cause you to not believe. That's the work of the enemy. That's the work of the devil. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's not your brother. It's not your sister. It's not your pastor. It's not your neighbor. It's not your friend. It's not a ministry leader. It is your faith. And it is the devil fighting you for your faith. And the only way he can take your faith is for you to give it up. Because the Lord said, I will not put more on you than you can bear. So you can bear it. You've just got to reach a point. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. You've just got to reach a point of putting both feet on the ground and declaring, you can try me. Hey, even Job's wife said, why don't you curse God and die? He said, you sound like a foolish woman. I will not. I'll keep my faith. I'll keep my hope. I'll hold on until he receives stores everything back. So what do you expect to happen? Can I change your mind with your faith this morning? We must be sensitive to this moment. I want to be prepared for this moment. We can't afford to miss our day. And this is our day. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them this is. I know some of you don't like it when I ask you to do this. and I know it can be uncomfortable for some of you. But could you push through and just look at them today and tell them this. This is our day. This, this is our day. This is our finest hour. We've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. It seems like people live their life always waiting for a better day, for a better opportunity. Not today. We're going to, but we're going to wait for things to get a little better. It's never going to get better. 
When the opportunity comes, step through it. I preached to you last week, to whom much is given, much is required. If the Lord gives you a little bit, live in that little bit until he he gives you a little bit more. Because when you prove that you're going to take that small step, he'll give you a step a little bit bigger. And before long, you're in big strides. And somebody will say, how did you get to moving like you're moving? How did you get to walking the way you're walking? How did you get to where you are? You know, I don't even know. I just took a little small step one day. I just It was a small step, but I took the small step and the small step led to another step to another step and to another step and before long here I am hey saint of God today is the day for you to take your first step today is the day to take a small step just step in the day and declare I it may not be much but I'm just going to do whatever I can do am I the only one with expectations in the house this morning Am I the only one with faith in the house this morning? I'm willing to take a step this morning. My moment is not based on anybody else. The man by the pool of Bethesda had it completely wrong. Instead of understanding this is my day, he says, I don't have anybody. He moved. Instead of speaking faith, he spoke doubt. Well, no, pastor, he spoke reality. No, he didn't. Jesus was there asking him. He spoke his past reality. He did not speak into the moment. He spoke into his past. Stop speaking into your past failures and your past faults and declaring tomorrow's going to be just like the rest of them. The faith in the word of God, my best days are still ahead of me. I've had 20 years of struggling with back pain and struggling with pain. I declare in the name of the Lord, my next 20 years are going to be pain free. My next 20 years, come on somebody, you've got to get the faith. Somebody says, ha ha, you're 50, it's going to get worse till you're 70. You talk like a foolish person. I know a God that's able to make my tomorrow better than my yesterday. The Lord has always worked in unconventional and unexpected ways. I know it's Sunday morning, and I know we're not in revival, and you're just stuck with this passionate pastor. But I'm going to tell you that I'm going to approach every Sunday with expectation. When somebody says, when's it going to happen today? Well, what if it don't? Well, there was a good opportunity missed. We're going to, next week. It's going to happen. I expect a visitation from the Lord every time I pray. Pastor, you telling me God visits you every time you pray? Nope, but I go to prayer expecting it. Every service I come to, I'm expecting somebody to get healed, delivered, set free, safe. Well, Pastor, what happens when you don't? I'm terribly disappointed but I'm expecting it next service. Because if we lose hope, we lose everything. I'm expecting a visitation from the Lord today. I'm expecting to God, for God to show up because today is our day. It's not tomorrow, it's today. If I could persuade somebody that today is your day, there's no telling what would happen. I'm quickly closing this morning, but I want to tell you, CLC, God is more than able 
to send revival to this day. We can't afford to miss our opportunity. There are 33,866 souls in Clinton County. Local sources tell us that there are scores of unregistered souls. And that means that there's somewhere between 40 and 50,000 souls lost without God. Most of them lost without God right in our own backyard. This is our day. Drug abuse. Local authorities and politicians are saying the drug abuse issue is growing faster than our programs can control it. Perhaps you saw on the news this week that even in our town, scores of arrests were made connected to the drug problem, but they admit themselves we haven't even scratched the surface. How many in this room today will recognize The darker the night, the greater the light. This is our opportunity. This is our day. Substance abuse and crime are on a sharp increase in north central Indiana. In Clinton County, at least 18 crimes happen every week right in our own backyard. That's almost three per day and rising. Drug overdose and suicide are at an all-time high right here in our very own county. 13,267 homes in Clinton County. Only about 12.5% of those homes had one family member who attended church today. 87.5% of the homes didn't have one family member go to church. And of the 12.5% of the homes that had somebody go, it wasn't entire families. For the most part, it was less than half of the constituency of that household. As our children are in classrooms this morning hearing stories about Noah's Ark and hearing stories about Moses leading God's people, there's some 6,000 children under the age of 15 right here within three miles of where we sit. Three miles. There are 6,000 children And only about 15% of them are attending church today. 85% of the 6,000 children within three miles of this building where we are this morning are at home. Not attending church. This is our day. We have one van sitting in the parking lot. We ought to have ten full every Sunday morning. There are 3,000 teenagers in our own backyard. 3,000 of those 3,000 teenagers, about 7% of those 3,000 teenagers, your 
schoolmates. Only 7% of that 3,000 attended church today. And less than 20 of them are in church with us today. That means that there's over 2,700 teenagers, your peers, at home this morning that not attended church. What are we going to do about it? Well, we're waiting for a better opportunity. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for pastor to ask me to speak or pray or make announcements. Let's reach the lost. In the most recent survey, 20,655 people within three miles of this building admit that they do not attend church on a regular basis. Over 20,000. And we struggle when we talk about a hundred soul revival. This, Brother Jordan, we're not in Indianapolis or Chicago, you know, where it's the law of the lid. We're here in Clinton County. I got a feeling that if about, I don't know, 150 adults that's sitting in this room this morning, the kids are out in their classrooms, but if 150 adults, here's what I believe could happen. If only about half of the people in this room today would get what I'm preaching and it would get down in your spirit and you would go after it this week like never before, next week we would have chairs sitting everywhere, full altars, baptismal tank in use. This is our day. This is our day. This is our day. Stand with me all over the house. I feel the spirit of conviction in this room right now. Heads are bowed. Nobody's looking around. Nobody's moving this morning. We're just going to talk to the Lord. I know there's not room for everybody to come forward, but we've got to take that first step this morning, and we've got to follow what God is wanting to do right where you are today. Would you be, just make where you are right now an altar standing right where you are? I know there's not room for everybody together in the front, so we're just going to do it right where you are from the front to the back. Would you begin to the Declare to the Lord, I refuse to let this opportunity pass. I'm going to step in this morning and do more than I have ever done. We're going to see revival. I'm declaring it in the name of the Lord. I speak it by faith. I speak it in hope and trust in the Lord. This is our day. We're going to go after it. We're going to see revival in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, church. Talk to the Lord this morning. Pray where you are today. Pray right where you are today.
You've done it before. You'll do it again, God. you have a need in your life this morning and you need God to answer a prayer I want you to step out from where you are we're going to reserve this altar call for those with a need in your life today you need the help of the Lord you need a healing in your body you need a touch you need a miracle today is your day why don't you step from where you are today whatever it is you need a touch in your life you need salvation in your soul you need a healing you need a financial breakthrough you need a touch in your home come on step out from where you are these altars are open this morning. Let's come forward in prayer and faith. This is our day. Come on, that's it. Keep responding. Keep coming. Oh, yes. Come on, bring that need with you this morning. Even at the altar, God is able. This is my day. This is my day. This is my day. Church, pray for your need this morning. God is able.